As truckers everywhere loosen their belts after the overindulgence of the last few days and lean back in their comfy seats, a number of Hutton truckers are still hard at work throughout the galaxy. Some, the few, are elite. Others are just getting there. For some, being a Hutton trucker is a daily mission. Running and re-running mission after mission for Progenitor Wolf, Dean Bridges, or just at Alvin's behest. For others, it's a badge to be earned by dipping in to Hutton life. The eccentricity, the oddities, the events in the wings, some of them are fuel rats, others have their own systems, their own allegiances. Many are solo pilots out there in the void. Being a Hutton trucker is a state of mind. It says you don't balk at flying to Hutton, or Colonia, or Beagle Point and back. Dragging 65,000 tonnes of cargo across space in one week is a walk in the park. A billion in bounties, all in a day's work, or maybe six months. Collecting ridiculous rares and dropping them at bonkers, just for the fun of it. On a Thursday evening, though, these pilots, whatever their flavour, reach across their terminals and do one thing. They turn... A dial. Your mics are live. Good evening, good evening. After last week's Mammoth Show, we have recovered-ish. And as ever, we're live on Hutton Orbital Radio. I'm Dick Chafing. And I'm Rudolf Hucker. And in tonight's show... Yeah, we have the news from Hutton Space. We have Flossie in the CGs, maybe some mugs. We have part two of the Galnet News Roundup of the Roundup of the Year. A bit of buck. Well, quite a bit of buck. And, of course, the green room. But first... We have the headlines... Going for broke in Barnard Star. Loony liberal left leaning lies denied. Zayford Beeble bouncing baby born. Federation desperation as a cow shaped hole appears in their sails. Pilots Federation recognizes rescue trucker. Barnard Star, home of the Barnard Star Dockers, David Brubin and his mug fetish, countless innuendos as pilots dock on dock load and unload. It's part of the history of Hutton and this week Alvin decreed that it was about time he took the mug by the handle, took the docking clamps by their flange, took the flight suits by its gusset and brought some real mugs to the system. The team were set a challenge nearly a year ago. First, we had to clear every other system out of the way by retreat or by takeover. We had to fight off Federals and Pirates and Thargoids. We had to stop the endless wars, the pointless expansions, and the never-ending elections. Finally, with only days to go in 3303, we achieved it. A stonking huge election in Barnet Star. 
The kind that will poke your eye out if you're not careful and leave nasty stains on your flight suit. The kind of election that will leave everyone exhausted and probably slightly sleepy once it's done with. Yes, by next week, the Barnard Star Dockers may have a new and slightly less smashing chief executive officer. All pilots report to the system for instructions and let's get this one in the bag. And we look forward to hearing the next Fly in the Wall documentary from Lister Eye 69. The Federation this week accused the station's favourite news digest of anti-federal, tree-hugging hippie, long-haired vegetarian pinko liberalism in its incisive insights into the news from last week. Pointing the finger at one Commander Wotherspoon, the Federal Command have declared that Galnet News Digest, he reads it so you don't have to, is spreading tales of peace, calm, good karma, PWP and a distinctive disdain for authority throughout the galaxy and should be registered as a fake news outlet. When Commander Wotherspoon was contacted for commentary on these scurrilous claims, he gave the following response. It's not pinko liberal, it's a little more like rose gold with chrome edging. Hutton Orbital are delighted this week to announce that the reformation of one more pirate is complete. The notorious Afford Beeble, Scourge of Freeport during Alpha, Terror of Major, eye-patched, one-legged action of pirate of Allen, has been certified as fully rehabilitated. We congratulate this sometime bearded bastard on the extension of his crew with the next generation of Hutton Trugger. Yes, he's a dad. Young Piper is the apple of her dad's eye and sure to keep him on the straight and narrow. Or at least too tired to cause any more trouble. From everyone here at Hutton Orbital, congratulations to you and your new co-pilot. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. May your supercruises be interdiction free. May your father be a rock for you in your future. Just not the kind you crash into and end up with rebuys. The Federation has been thrown into a frenzy this week with the launch of Lacon's latest vessel. Sales of their flagship models, as well as the gunships, assault ships and dropships, have fallen through the floor as pilots head out there for their latest hull-tanking masterpiece, the horny space cow itself, the Type 10. Built of foot-thick, super-reinforced, Thargoid-proof, double-hard bastard armour, with more engines strapped to the back than a brace of land-speed-breaking bloodhounds, the Type 10 is giving their toughened tanks a hard time. To counteract this, we understand that the Federation are removing rank requirements for their vessels for a short period of time to boost sales. You don't have to be a friend to the Federation, have spent weeks running data missions, or even tipped your hat at them as you've passed. They're selling them to all and sundry in the hopes that it will boost their flagging fortunes. Good luck, Federation. The Lacon has something you'll never achieve. A damn good view when you look down between your legs. Finally tonight, before I head off to buy myself a courier, uh, we're delighted to announce that the Pilots' Federation not to be confused with that jackbooted lot out of Seoul, have awarded their highest accolade to one of our own. Yes, Major General Noctivagus has been duly anointed as the galaxy's most heroic pilot. Top trumps in the rescue attempts in the Pleiades. A number of truckers were in the top 10, but the shining accolade was reserved for the grumpy sod himself. 
The seeds were sown in the early days of his career for Hutton, taking over from Commander Rascon when Nocti saved more pods than a picky pea picker and peak picking season to help Hutton's influence. He could be found in his scarab scooting around the surface day after day and bringing pilots home to their loved ones. These days, however, he is a one-man trucking army rescuing refugees from Thargoid war zones and bringing them safely to waiting megaships. We are proud to have him as one of our number. And that was the last news of 3303. Roll on 3304, when we will have more news about daring do now do do daring do do's do 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 dashing dashing daring do dashing daring do now now I suppose we should get on with the show. I've just seen some messages that they're not selling the Corvette to anybody then. We didn't say they were. But that's the Federation We ship. said gunships, assault ships, and drop ships. But I want the Corvette. You can't have a Corvette unless you're a total ranker. Well, I'm a, I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm a almost there ranker. <laughs> um, oh, I don't, well, I'm a nowhere near ranking ranker. Uh, just having a look to see, yeah, still still having problems getting my hotbox going for the stream. Never mind, guys, we'll get there as soon as we can. It's a 14 gig <laughs> update. Um, good evening and uh, Merry Christmas. Good, good you, evening. Did you have a good Christmas? Uh, I'm recovering, yeah, it was, it was fantastic, good fun. It was uh, relaxing. I think, uh, yeah, I may have mentioned during our impromptu broadcast at the start of the 12 Mugs of Christmas that, um, yeah, my Christmas I, I, I bought big birds and then realized that we only had one guest and i've got more turkey left over than well you've ever seen <laughs> sandwiches forever <laughs> oh, oh i love an awful lot of sandwiches and we went to visit family done the usual done the rounds of the family and got back in time for the radio show that's not bad going that is not bad going um and of course, yeah, good evening everybody out there this is of course grant sake okay we'll go and uh, that's dave vanti on piss on because you have to piss on 21 21 I believe you are 21 aren't you yeah I'm forever 21 times 3 uh, we're also joined in the studio uh, with Commander Brett Riverboat good evening we didn't get many good evening good how in- are you doing yeah very good didn't get many warning we we're going to come to them uh, we also have of course um, Buck Naked who joins us for his broadcast later on he's just currently I would say he's powdering his face but that is not his face Powdered my bum. <laughs> How y'all doing? <laughs> you shouldn't Great. talk about Simoof like that. <laughs> oh, Simoof. Simoof's butt ain't got nothing on mine. <laughs> Mine's a 10. His is a 3. <laughs> of course, means you've, means you've looked at his. Well, it's uh, got more padding, yeah. <laughs> and of course, we're not going to mention Flossie's butt. Good evening, Flossie. Good evening. I was just thinking that made man of twenty, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no. I mean, with it, without it sounding terrible, we had a wonderful picture earlier in the week of um, Flossie's amazing frontage um, uh, after her Christmas gifts. That wasn't my frontage. <laughs> 
Oh, sorry. No, it wasn't. No, I'm, I'm sure there was a there was a new T-shirt there, wasn't hey, there? Uh, <laughs> oh, there was a new T-shirt. Yes, I thought you meant the other. Uh, oh no, 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 that, that, that one, that, that <laughs> one we took down for fear of offending some of the. You mean ladies Bob, Bobby the Christmas reindeer? Oh, <laughs> we won't talk about that train. <laughs> I like <laughs> that, that other one, uh, I would have cut through about three layers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear! No, we meant your new T-shirt you got for Christmas. My new T-shirt. Oh yes, yes, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) It it, it says you are. Though it doesn't say "badass mother trucker" on it. What does it say? Uh, In my spare time, I um, sometimes you're a a space trucker. Space trucker. Yeah. (laughs) Woohoo! And occasionally a fuel rat. Oh yes, that too. (laughs) Only. That wasn't on a T-shirt, but it wasn't on the fridge behind me. No. And, and talking of awesome T-shirts, there is somebody else in here who was given an awesome T-shirt for Christmas, Mr Riverboat. I was indeed, yeah. Go on, describe it. For, the, for those listening in black and white, describe it in Technicolor. Oh, well, uh, wifey didn't know anything about us other than I just spend a lot of my time out here uh, in the shed playing on the game and talking to you guys. Um, so she um, found a bloke on holiday um, who does spray painting T-shirts. And um, between the two of them, they found all these images of the Hutton Orbital logo um, and an Asp Explorer in space. And it took him two days to spray paint an Asp Explorer onto this with the Hutton Orbital logo and everything. And I was just blown away. That's absolutely amazing. I'm so chuffed. You are a lucky, lucky, lucky man. Yeah, very much so. Well, I, I spent I spent my Christmas rewiring my flight controls because having got the Shady Lady two back in space, um, yeah, I, I discovered that it's made of really dodgy little. I looked up at the Anaconda and those dodgy wires hanging down, and realised some of them were broken. So I spent my Christmas rewiring in order to get to Elite. Did I mention I'm Elite? I think. Yeah, you congratulations. Might, you might have Yee-hee, done. At, uh, I mean, at least you're only single Elite. That's well, still, that it would be no, unbearable. Double, double in two days. Oh God. So you're two behind me now. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm, I'm kind of like half and half. I'm, I'm almost elite in trading, and I'm almost elite in exploring. I just have to get my finger out and go and do it. Well, yeah, I've, I've done, I've done the trading and I've done the exploding, but I've not done the exploring. Yeah, exploring's not. That, it's not well. None of them. I've not done the shooty shooties because I go to the school of philosophy of you know, love your fellow commanders, not you know. Blast them into bits. <laughs> well, no, I had to. I had to go to um, res sites for Alvin to get the combat one. I thought I, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it properly. I'm not going to go to a CZ and you know farm it there. I'm going to go to a res site, and I'm only going to take on the naughtiest enemies. So I was taking on the elite and deadly ships, and I had uh, help from a few other truckers as well in a few wings, which of course makes it harder because it halves the amount you get off each kill, but it was good fun. And I've been streaming for the last few days as well. So on Hutton TV, I've been streaming, and I have managed to hit both elites on live streams. Now, we just have to check something. You raised the subject of clothing. Um, yes. And we seem to have a couple of comments on the Twitch chat uh, from a Mr. Snoz. Um, can you just clarify for us all... What the actual truck were you wearing on Christmas Day? Um, well, if you can imagine Christmas present wrapping in suit form, I was in that. <laughs> and did you have baubles? They were, they were reindeer. It was boo. There were reindeers and holly and, yeah, lots of stuff. And um, then I also wore it to the Boxing Day outing at the in-laws' house. And uh, including a fetching little hat, and 
um, I got some looks. It looked like you were wearing a festive Cosby sweater. Now, now that's going too far, like Mr. Cosby. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just, I'm now watching and waiting for Skip Rat to laugh himself out of TeamSpeak. <laughs> Um, don't ask. So yeah, it was, it was it was fantastic. Obviously, Christmas is a wonderful time of year for the majority of people out there who you know have um, a wonderful time. And then, of course, there are the odd people who really struggle at this time of year because nobody likes them. Uh, of course, I'm talking about spare thought for your local friendly tech monkey. Um, sometimes they need hugs to always come up shit. <laughs> No, I understand. He was out partying while you were stuck at home, and you're just jealous. Maybe. <laughs> Hello, Tech Monkey. This is the time of year when all of us with families are deeply, deeply jealous of those people who get to have some peace and quiet. <laughs> no, not really. We love our families lots. Hello, hello, Simon. Hello. Yeah, some, some, some families say... I think you're meaning families that don't live with you, David, aren't you? Um, no, I'd quite happily sell mine on eBay. <laughs> it's time for giving, after all. Have them. No, not at all. It was good. I don't know. You know, I got a phone call from my brother um, on Christmas Eve. He'd come back from vacation, and he goes, Dang it, the electrician didn't finish installing all the, all the electrical wiring in the house. I've got no lights, no heat. I said, well, shut up, bring your butt up here, and we'll drink ourselves silly on Christmas Eve and then go carouse around on Christmas Day, and that's what we did. And how was the carousing? It was fun. Went to uh, two different friends' houses, had, uh, had a lot to eat, and uh, a lot of visiting and a lot of scotch and wine. <laughs> Yes, a lot of festive spirit. And, um, oh dear. Yeah, well, I haven't actually, I've not overindulged this Christmas. I've been very good. I've been driving quite a lot of it, so I've been uh, on the wagons. But this evening, I might crack open a beer or two. Excellent. I'm actually having a little glass of um, Shakespeare whiskey Shakespeare. liqueur. Shakespeare. Yeah. Yep. There it goes again. Every opportunity. Mm. What do you mean? We think he doth protest too much. That's oh, about yeah. all I can manage at the moment of Shakespeare. Why is it we anyway? What, what do we, what do we normally talk about? There was, oh. there was something else went on. Hang on a second. There was there was definitely something else. Um, oh, we we launched a thing. Mm. The twelve mugs of Christmas. Yeah, to uh, the twelve I, mugs after Christmas. The twelve mugs for Christmas. Uh, the twelve I mugs. The twelve monkeys at Christmas. The twelve mugs carrying Ooh. out the twelve mugs What's project. What's in the box? Yeah. So um, yeah, we did launch the audio and video. It's a video stream, isn't it, for the twelve mugs after Christmas as a special treat um, from Cecil for Lael. But he's over in Colonia, so he needs us to get the presents for Lael ready, so that he can come back and party hard. That's right. So what I thought, because they're only short little snippets, aren't they? And I didn't know. Do Do you have any handy? What I will do is I can probably play today's and that will cover the yesterday's and the days before as well. That will probably be best, I think. Well, yeah, unless you miss the bits, but yes, the well, extra bits. Well, all the, well oh, yeah, okay. But, but then again, I encourage people to go and find out for themselves. 
Well, play, so, play today's, but there's, there's stuff, if you play today's, there's stuff you're going to miss from the previous day's ones. Not things to do, just more Cecil. Yes. So yeah, we can play today's one, and then we can do the thing to tell people where to go to find them. Absolutely. Let me just get that queued up. That didn't go in properly. Pop as many balls as you can. Yes, dear. To the black and into the reds, you don't get nothing for two in your bed, apart from possibly chlamydia. Um, here we go. Please be upstanding for the Hutton Oracle performers as they bring you the 12 mugs of Christmas. Day three. On the third day of Christmas, Lael got from me three brandies, two conga eels, and of course, a mug for the mug on a tree. That's Lavian brandy, of course. Indeed, old boy. Have a drink for the mug. Oh, thank you, Cecil. I, I, I don't normally drink, but as it's Christmas... I'm reading this nonsense. So you don't have to. That is one hell of a fade-out on that track. Um, so, yes, you heard there, we have three items that we're currently looking to be delivered to Bonkers. We have three Lavian brandies, two conga ales, and a single Hutton mug. And then if you haven't done the last two days, then you need to do also two conga ales and one Hutton mug. And then if you didn't do day one, you've also got to do one hut and mug. So that's three hut and mugs, four conger ales, and three Lavian brandies so far. Now, to, to clarify, because I think it is causing a little bit of confusion, if you can think of each day as its own transaction, so we need proof of you having, of course, for day one, a transaction where you sell a hut and mug. We need a day two where you have a transaction where you sell two conga ales and one hut and mug. And we need a day three transaction where you sell three Lavian brandies at Bonkers, two conga ales and one hut and mug, and so on for the next 12 days. Now there is a, about 4 or 5 days grace at the end of the 12th day for you to do your catch-ups. Do play together. You can buy them in any quantities you want and store them as long as your proof separates each day into a transaction and that's what we need from you for your proof. It's the sales that count, isn't it? It's the sales at Bonkers and uh, yes, so team up, you know, by all means go and pick up, do a play with other players or you could be a mad, mad, mad trucker and do each day's challenge on its own. What, you mean a hut and run every day? A hut and run every day plus all the rares. Yep. Now we have to give we have to give a fair warning at this point that some of the rares the allocation of them is um, too low for you to get on your own in one transaction. So you're going to need Hut and Truckers as we get to the big numbers to help you get some of these things. 
Yep. So it's, it's all a bit of fun, remember? And the opportunity is that everybody that completes it, much the same as the GIMP runs, once you've completed it, you have earned your ticket to the raffle to win one of 12 mugs or various appropriate prizes. Should you already have a mug and not require one, we can try and sort something else out that might be now, of we, we had a, We had a question coming in from somebody saying, well, if the allocation is not high enough, can I get three and sell them, and then come back and get two more. No, it has to be in one transaction. So if we say three Lavian brandies, you actually have to sell in one transaction three Lavian brandies. You can't do two, then one. So keep an eye on the allocations, guys. And ask for help if you need it, because everyone's going to need help at some point. So that's going to be the fun part of it. Yep, and um, yeah, so it's going to go on for the 12 days. There's some grace afterwards. and then um, So what do we do to find out the day's instructions? I mean, day four tomorrow, 10 o'clock in the morning, a video will automatically go live somewhere. I mean, I know we post it up too to try and help people who can't find things, but where do they look to find out where the next instruction is at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning? Right, well, if you want to jump the gun, and by all means, feel free to post it into the event page or into the Hutton Truckers page, wherever you want, if you see it before it's done. Um, if you go to youtube.com forward slash psychocow, you will find that there is a 12 days of mugmas, 12 mugs of Christmas um, playlist, and you can subscribe to that. But basically, one of these videos will play automatically, go published at 10 a.m. each morning on my page and uh, you can get it there right okay we can do we can do this now um if you already have a mug does that mean you're going to get two mugs if you win well yes potentially but not the same mug right so what mugs do we have on offer and various prices so if you've got a hutton mug you might get a something else. What might you get if okay. you already got a Hutton mug? So if you have already got yourself a Hutton mug, then you could potentially request that you would, if you are successful, that you could get a hot coal mug. If you've already got a hot coal mug, you could request that you get considered for a Hutton mug. If you've got both of those and you particularly want a Hutton orbital radio mug, which of course is the white mug with the blue writing on it, which is gorgeous, then you can request that. If that doesn't float your boat if you have all three mugs if you truly are the most endowed mother trucker out there then let us know what else you might like whether you want a coaster for your mugs whether you want any of the various different things we are all um, all of us in the core team pulling ourselves together to see what we can get together for you and if you want a wee surprise but you know what you've got let us know what you've got and we will come up with a wee surprise for you if you are successful and you win Give them one of them shit tier mugs. Oh, you got all I three thought, of I the others. We Actually, <laughs> I, I have to say, I I saw somebody that had bought themselves a shittier mug, but not a shittier mug. Unfortunately, they didn't take those graphics. They bought themselves. Was it genuinely shittier? It was one of those ones, yeah. And what I wasn't sure yeah. was, did they get the graphics themselves, or did they see it and buy it? If you see a Hutton mug for sale, it ain't a Hutton mug that's it we will have provided the graphics they are open and available to you under one major condition make yourself a Hutton mug we bless that make yourself a Hutton t-shirt make yourself a Hutton duvet set and pillows make yourself a Hutton carpet make yourself a Hutton set Hutton of curtains. curtains indeed yeah. oh. 
Give yourself a Hutton tattoo. Use our graphics and that is... Whoa, whoa, whoa on the tattoo. I already feel guilty over the last one. Okay. Mm -mm. Um, With our blessing, use those graphics. You've even got the hot call graphics if you want to go and make yourself a hot call mug. They are all there for you. Just ask if you can't find them. We will help you. Get your own mug. Pay minimum price. Get yourself something awesome from the likes of Vistaprint or whatever. I mean, after all, our, our our ones are made of scrap. I mean, Minimum price is about right. <coughs> Indeed. Uh, the, the key thing is, if you're desperate for something to show your allegiance, we welcome that. However, and this is the condition, if you're going to be a greedy little shite and sell it for profit for yourself, then you can piss right off. And that particular hut and mug being sold is taking profits and money more than you could spend if you got it printed yourself. So bear in mind that it's cheaper to get it yourself. And then if you get involved in events, if you donate money to the truckers whatsoever, in any way you are putting it straight into the hands of charities where it belongs. We support, of course, special effects and hearing dogs for the deaf. Those are the two charities. And we also have other charities that are supported through through different events as well. I know that there was the British Heart Foundation by uh, Russell and Andrew, or Spike and Evenstar. If you go and waste your money on these products, they're not from us. They're not endorsed by us, and we don't think that you should be because paying a, extra. Hut, a real Hutton mug, a real, real one from us, can only be earned. Exactly. Yep. You have to earn it, and that's part of the value. That's why we're not worrying about the fact. If you want to make your own mug, that is absolutely fine. As I say, we we nothing we love more than people being able to stamp their own logos and their own products and sit there with proud and pride at, the, at being a trucker if that's what you want to do we give you the file so you don't have to go and buy from some dodgy bloke down by the you know the marketplace and leave Dirt what Aid Levice yeah he's a dodgy mug selling so and so so he is he, he's a proper proper dodgy mother trucker that guy yeah you drink out those mugs you'll regret it for a couple of months Anyway, well, we've done the boundary bits. We have to say uh, congratulations again to Commander Zaphod Beeble, who's been around since well before Hutton. He was around in Alpha times, and he was pirating outside Freeport Station. And, um, yeah, he's a dad this week. Woo! Congratulations, Bill! Does that mean he's, he's done it? Right, at least once. Wow. I never thought. Well, we, we, we understand he's very fi- fertile, so it might be only once. <laughs> you might just look the wrong way. Uh, we've got a question in from, uh, this seems to be a 12, was it Mike Snoswell, age six. Um, is the 12 mugs of Christmas about the mugs or the hot pit team? That's a little bit of both. I thought the Seven Dwarfs was the hot pit team. Well, General Noct of Vegas and the Seventh, no. <laughs> Let's not go there. And also, Commander Lennon's asking, is charity, isn't that the one that serves behind the bar at the Thargoid and Fairlands? No, the Thargoid and Fairlands bar is... No, that's chastity. That's uh, Sven doesn't tend to have any kind of nonsense names in the staff that work there. Sven being the barman, but um, charity may well have been, I don't know, temping, I'm not sure. It depends when you were in, Lennon. Anyway, well, it's probably about time for a tune. And I notice we've got Commander Inyahin, who always loves our theme every single week. So we do have a theme this week. We've cut the um, music selection short this week by a couple because we all need to get off and do stuff because it's Christmas. Um, so we've only got five, not seven tunes. Um, but 
remember, whatever we do, it's for Hutton, which makes this our Hutton faction of whatever. Well, I went down to Hutton and I saw Alvin. He was like, Orf! And I was like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and this pirate comes up to me and he's all like, give me all your stuff. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. So, well, later, I'm on the planet and this skimmer comes up and it's like, pew, pew. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. wearing my python this fed comes up and he says hey punk I'm like yeah whatever right yeah and then I'm smuggling in the Rubigo and Officer Leroy comes up to me and he's like hey I thought I told you and I'm like yeah whatever well then up comes Simuth I'm like, yo, Simuth, what's up? He's like, nothing. And I'm like, that's cool. This is my faction state of whatever. And this is our hut faction of whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I've just had a, a reminder. <laughs> Of the zero, a reminder, a reminder of the zero G mugs issue that seems to have uncovered itself. Um, have you seen the zero G mugs? The, the upside down handles. <laughs> what the heck is that about? I'm sure that happened in the post. There's no way that left here like that. <laughs> I think that's a dodgy, dodgy um, Intarius Fusion fake. That one. I don't know, I don't know, but um, yes, so we will now be endeavouring to check the handles before we post them out from this point forward. <laughs> well, to make sure the handle's on the right side of the mug. Yeah, yeah, and not not upside down. Um, that was bizarre. Yeah, well, we can't be doing with left-handed mugs. <laughs> no, not at all. Cheeky bugger. It doesn't make sense, so I could understand the print being upside down, but not the, the drinky hole. <laughs> I mean, the, the yeah, mugs are made first. Yeah, how's anything Yeah, they're made first and then they print what... It I, it hurts my head. Well, check it out. Yeah, I don't know how genuine, but there seems to be two out there which are probably the rarest of the rares of Hutton mugs, so... Are, are these the ones that are going to turn up on eBay in about 25 years and um, as, you know, ultra-rare... Oh, God, yeah. The ultra-rare Hutton mug selling you know, it, for it, five it, pounds. It's like the Darth Vader with the white arm or whatever it is, you know? Yeah, they'll sell for five down five pence each. <laughs> At least twice what it cost. No, it's <laughs> half what it cost. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, who who have we got in for hot pit tonight? We have Brett. That's me. Yeah. Fun. Oh, do I have to do the music for this then? 
Yeah, he doesn't oh. do his own music. No. You do it so he doesn't have to. Yeah, I know, I know. I just didn't have... I've got to click on a particular window and stuff so that when he's ready to go, I'm ready to go. Okay, <clears throat> I'm ready to go, but I'll let you have a wee word with him first then. So, Commander Riverboat, um, so the Hobbit team have been busy this week or have they been sort of, you know, partying too hard for Hutton? No, they've actually been uh, more busy than uh, could have possibly asked for. Um, well, I mean, I, I know there was news that you're going to talk about later that we thought might land on Christmas Day, and it didn't, did it? It landed today, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah, okay, go on. But take it away, Commander Riverboat. Oh, you bugger. I was having a drink. <laughs> Or soon, maybe. Yeah, nearly. Like. Um, well, in a minute, there'll be some music. Did you not hear that? No. Oh, we can't tell. All right. Well, hold on, hold on. What we'll do is we'll do this. And we'll start it again. No, it's disappeared again. There we go. Right. Here is the Hot Orbital uh, Hot Pit Team report uh, for Christmas. At 10, down 2 at 51, you've lost 6 and 1. At 9, up 24. At 53, it's Kokari. At 8, down 3. At 55, it's Wolf 359. At 7, up 12. At 56, it's Wolf 25. At 6, holding. At 57, it's Trepid. At 5, up 2. At 58, it's LP245-10. At 4, down 2 at 62, it's Wolf 124. At 3, up 1 at 69, it's Van Marn and Star. At 2, up 12 at 73, it's PSPF LF2. And at 1, up 9 at 73, is George Pantazis. And then over in Colonia, at 6, up 1. At 3, it is Valtari. At 5, up 4 at 13, is Pythias. At 4, up 11, at 17 is Signalis. At 3, up 16, at 28, it's Amatsubushi. At 2, up 10, at 54, it's Eel Prockles Centauri. And at 1, up 19, at 61, it's Doritos. Wow. Okay, that was good. Now... Before we go on to the what does it all mean, I mean, there's a question that's come in is, I mean, surely being Hutton truckers, we should be up in the 70, 80 percent absolutely everywhere with the effort everybody's been putting. Is it right that we're in the 50s? Yes, 50s is where most systems are stable, where they, they just tick over nicely. Below 50 is a bit of a problem, but 50 to 60 is where we actually want to see most of our systems. And, and why don't we want to be in the 70s and 80s? Well, if you go into the 70s and 80s, then you ended up expanding, which is what happened to us. Um, we had a, 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 a pending expansion last week that went live today. Um, and we've actually expanded into another system, with another player faction, which we don't want. So we will be leaving there um, as It's soon not as just any player faction, is it? No, it's one of the biggest player factions uh, in the game. Um, it's the Alliance. What, the whole alliance? Pretty much. Uh, the player faction is called LHS 2541 Alliance Combine. Um, but yeah, it's uh, uh, there, there's a lot of them there, and it's uh, comprised of three or four different player groups all working together. So yeah, we, we want to stay out of that. It's LHS 380, so please don't do any work there. 
anyway, so now comes the time of the show where you have to ask, what does it all mean? Well, excitingly, <clears throat> on Christmas Day, um, we did get the um, pending election for Barnard Star for ownership. Yay! Woohoo! This has been a long, long, long slog. Um, uh, there's been a lot of shit going on, uh, but we're very proud to say that uh, it has now kicked in. The election went live today, so we've got four days to make this happen. But so far, we're 20% clearing in the lead. So fingers crossed, if you guys keep working the way you've worked over the last three days, um, we've got this. But we can't take our foot off the pedal at all. No, we've been here before and we've lost 20% in one day, haven't we? Yes, we have. Uh, Co-carry, um, I think it was my orders to give it a rest and go somewhere else. And then, yes, we lost it all and didn't get the election win. So what are our pending states? So at the moment, we, we had expansion. Then expansion was made to go live by the election. Yep, that's right. So when we short. finish the election on, what, Tuesday-ish? Uh, well, it should be four to five days from today. So, yeah, Sunday, maybe Monday. So the first or second, um, we will we, we should be owners of Barnard Star. Right. And, and who might this mean lots to? Uh, that would be Mr. W of Barnard Star himself, um, along with uh, Mr. Cow. Definitely. To do with the, uh, the podcast. It would be epic. I mean, it, obviously, um, we've been holding back the latest episodes of Dockers to, to see how this unfolds. <laughs> I can't even lie. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, is that a lie? <laughs> well, so are, you sorry, to re taken... are you having to recast bits of it now? No, not at all, actually. To be honest, um, it is one of the most amazing shows for people, even though, like, for example, Flossie and, and, and Robbie, um, who have been you know members of the cast since day one, we couldn't get rid of them if we wanted. They love their parts so much, even when we make them say the most horrific things. They still come back for more. So we're blessed with an amazingly dedicated and passionate cast, and uh, they're desperate to get some uh, more. A cast who spends an awful lot of time loving their parts. Indeed. In fact, one of the funniest uh, stories in Mr. Winner, I think Mr. Winner's actually, he is down in the green room, so we'll talk to him later on. But one of the funniest episodes was we were always going to try and rotate the areas of focus within the station. So one week it would be a story down in the cargo hold and the unloading and customs. And then maybe it'd be more into the, the sort of services side of it and the air traffic control. So we got to the second episode of, of, of Dockers. I think it was Finn Guerin and Jack Sofalot and Doug who weren't actually on that script and they were so <laughs> upset by the fact that they weren't going to be in that episode we had to write them in and it happened to be one of the funniest sketches we have ever done and it's when Jack goes to visit Finn after he's been put under house arrest for stripping off during strip searches and uh it is just brilliant. So, I mean, it's, that's the wonderful thing. And these guys, I mean, Robbie brings something to Finn that just makes him so perverted. It's unbelievable. The script's bad, but Robbie brings the sort of sleaze behind it. I mean, uh, I don't know how... <laughs> After a read-through or a recording, Flossie must spend a couple of days just, you know, making sure that he's not uh, still in character. 
<laughs> it's it's surprising how quickly you can get into cokes and come back out of it again. It's <laughs> it's amazing. So if anybody wants to listen to past episodes of the Barnard Star Dockers before it's gone and consigned to history when it becomes the Hutton Orbital Truckers Dockers. The Truckers Dockers, the H O T the Hot Dockers. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, so so before that's consigned to history, where might one find it? Oh, yes, you can find all the episodes that are currently up there and, in fact, the script for episode two of season two, which is on the chopping board but hasn't quite reached fruition. We're just waiting for one, well, possibly one part and possibly more. You can get there by going to bs-dockers.com or bs-dockers.co.uk and you'll find it on iTunes and you'll find it uh, on an RSS feed. I, I still find the Christmas one from a few years ago is still the greatest one for me. Yes, it was. Um, it was spectacular because uh, I, I was think I was doing some fuel scooping uh, for that episode and was playing it out over the stream. It just came on uh, in the schedule, and I sat there and thoroughly enjoyed reliving it. It's the night before Christmas, and all through the station, not a sound could be heard except for fins, and it's beautiful. <laughs> It's a and, and this the whole episode just gets even more and more wrong as it goes along. Uh, love it so yes. If I and, I, and the th- I think that's what comes through the most is the fact is how much we really enjoy recording and making it. And I think it comes through in the end product. And on that particular episode was a uh, was yeah. I think that's possibly one of the one of the highlight episodes. The other one that I really really makes me laugh is the Lavecon one where we put John Stabler and uh, James Vigor next to each other after creating Vigor's character as an avid, almost stalkerish fan of John Stabler. It was just wonderful to see the two of them squirm over the horrific lines that had been written by Mr. Winard for them. Which, of course, they hadn't seen much before they went on air. So, so they hadn't so seen it until the script was in their hands and they were reading it out live on stage. <laughs> yeah, and so that's why we love Barnard Star, and that's why we wanted to be at Barnard Star, and that's why we're at Barnard Star. So we need to go and take Barnard Star, especially for Alvin, but because it creates some, yeah, some plot lines maybe for Listerine 69. No, we'll ask him later on in the green room and see what his, what his, what his plans are to deal with No, this. he's going to swear at us if we do that. <laughs> he's going to swear at us anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so well, well thank you very much. So, um, uh, so we're just asking uh, Old Man River Boat there. Um, so when the war, so the election ends, what's next? What have we got lined up? Uh, <clears throat> we haven't got much, really. We do have a pending outbreak. Um, Yay! After, after, yeah, that's the get-rich bit. Um, but after that, we haven't actually really planned. Um, we, the, the last six months was the plan for the three retreats and the three um, ownerships. And, um, yeah, we're now on the last ownership. So um, we might take a break. Well, the plan is stability, and, isn't it? Yeah. It's be stable so we can get back to trucking. Well, exactly, yes. I mean, uh, uh, I do fear that, but well, we do fear that Barnard Star um, won't hold on its own um, unless we pick up a few more stations, which means a couple of walls. But we could probably afford that, and it'd be nice to get some pew pew in the CZs going. Oh, that's all right. Um, anyway, we've got an urgent message from the Tech Monkey. Sorry, oh. which is eating some cheese there with a nice glass of port. Um, 
And and it says apparently every Sunday night at nine PM we're going to have a random Dockers episode or some escape velocity. Um, at 9pm on the radio station that you're listening to right now. So, yeah, 9pm, Sunday nights, if you want to tune in. Oh, no, he's taking it away. Okay, no, we are going to do it. No, it's already been there. It's always, that's the... Oh, has it? Yeah, that's... It used to be, but it's back. Yes, and of course, uh, in the new year, we are hoping that we're going to have access to, and I'm saying this completely, this is the first time I've said this, because I've not even said it to Chris Jarvis, but we're hoping to possibly get our hands on the remastered versions as well. Now, if you're not sure Ooh, what that is... Are, are we serialising them in order, or are we just playing them randomly out of order for fun? At the moment, they'll be out of order, but I'm going to try and help Chris get it onto Lave Radio as well, so that he can launch it on an, on the night and show him how to do that, and then make sure that we can get access to those files so that we can put them out there for all you mega fans of Escape Velocity. I, for one, have heard the sample he played on Lave Radio, and they sound super super amazing well, these are the ones with the real sound effects the, the proper special sound effects proper special sound effects and because he's gone back and he's re-recorded them using the elite game sounds and also added verity to them as well which is going to be spectacular and um, yeah so really excited to hear that well sounds fantastic and it sounds lovely and peaceful in Hutton Space so we need to move on before we speak to Commander Flossie and um, of course what we've been doing just now is, is one of those things we do every single week where we've been reviewing the simulation. Oh, is that what we're good for now? Yeah. Well, hold on. Before you move on, there's another oh, faction on. out there. Oh, you've got, needs, we've, um, got, we've got the Colonia. About. Yeah. Um, we're actually in war in Colonia um, and we want to lose it. It's in the Matsubushi. Uh, so please go and fight. Oh, you surprise me. I know, because I keep forgetting about the Colonia, but now I don't. Um, so, yeah, we need to um, work for the opposing team, which is LGC Colonia. And uh, we've almost got the gap. We need to, well, no, we need to get a 5% gap, um, losing in two days. Um, but, again, the same as before, please don't work for Hot Coal in Fautari, Amatsubushi, Signalis and Pythias. Work for all the other factions, because we are rising in all of them. We don't want to. Well, we, we rose in um, Doritos because of um, the election. one particularly imperial fellow dropping lots of data. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, we don't want to get too high because we'll expand again at the moment. We don't want yet more wars, but Matsuboshi is the thorn in our side and we want to get the heck out of there. Yeah, so work for LGC Colonia in the war um, and it will drop us down, hopefully, um, and then we can get that retreat into place. Perfect, thank you. Right, well, back to the review that we were reviewing, of the simulation that we were reviewing. Um, dear co-presenter, are we ready to run audio? Um, yeah, do you want, do you want to do your, your, your link again? And then I'll edit it and it will sound like it was awesome. Right, well, as we've been just going over everything to do with Hutton Space, it's appropriate now to say that we have spent the last few minutes reviewing... The simulation. A dog's got a heart, hasn't he? I'm a joking apart, hasn't he? Although I'd be the first to admit this is a little like hell, I'm finding it hard to be really as calm as they turn. 
I'm reviewing the simulation Can one system be this tricky all the time? All the trials and tribulations Better find a way to deal with all this crime Alvin to play and jump at me Pay fines with me by go from me And go for me and nag at me And all the while he'd wag at me The owls that he would take from me A misery he'd make for me I think I'd better buy a mug again system you can keep anyway we didn't want it anyway we can have any system or world and I'm starting from now they ask how to win systems dear Nocti old boy so how I'm reviewing simulation I must quickly look up everyone I know title people with a station whose ships can make a real impressive show I'll adopt a wealthy pilot stance and run a fleet of Ferdinands and wave at all the passing ships with friendliness as much as is befitting fellow ne'er do well good morrow to your dear land gold I think I'd better buy a mug again. This data, where should it go? Somebody? Who do I know? Nobody. All my dearest companions have always been smugglers and thieves. So at Alvin's behest, they should start turning over new leaves. I'm reviewing the simulation. If you want a boom, you've got to spend a bob. Is it such a humiliation for a trucker to perform an honest job? So, a job I'm getting possibly, I wonder if the boss will be permanently cross with me, what missions he will give to me. I'll stack up eight and finish late and fix this state. Oh, but wait, I think I better buy a bug again. Happens when we hit 70 Expansion time again At 70 We're bold The dice have rolled Who knows which system we will try Don't worry about credits I've enough for just one more rebuy I'm Simulation. I'm addicted, I'm addicted, I shall stay. You'll be seeing no transformation, but it's tiring working hot and every day. I don't want nobody bit for me or made to clean his ship for me. This hot and life is not for me, it's getting far too hot for me. There is no rebuy screen for me. 
But who will change the scene for me? Stack missions day by day for me. But who can have the final say like me? I think I better buy a mug again. What? What? Uh, I think that's possibly one of the most uh, amazing songs ever, ever done by Hutton. Ever period dot ever period awesome period. <laughs> Maybe. No. Very, very. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things. Oh no! I said I love the the, it's the the only thing that makes that song is the pew 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 bit, which just has you in stitches. Um, I think you know if we were to go back over our year and the years of Hutton Truckers and pull out all the different parodies and the creative stuff that we've put into the the world, um, there are so many highlights that you couldn't possibly we could do a whole three hour broadcast just going through all the content that we've made and the bits that we're happiest with and stuff so there's just so much of it out there and of course you can look that up by going to huttonorbital.com forward slash media with a capital m and you can go and hunt your way through it all there's so much so be warned BFBS, British Forecasted bro- British Forces Broadcasting um, Comedy Sketches, who's writing us some special sketches too, I think. Oh, so it's going to get better. Well, we're going to have a proper writer on some of these instead of you and me. Fiddler toot, and Simon. Toot, toot. Toot, toot. <laughs> oh, toot, yeah, toot. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What was it, was it, was it, Mop Buck? Toot, toot. Oh, I'm just tooting your horn for you. All right, thank you. That's very kind of you. Um, I was just uh, he's not flexible enough to blow his own horn. Winging Palm is coming up with a suggestion that we should maybe do uh, another musical song from Fiddler and Simuf, which I think is more of a suggestion of a way to get locked up. Uh, we also have is the theme for tonight a nightmare before Christmas. Cheeky bastards. No, and we also had a suggestion from Inyahin. Is this the Hutton Trials and Tribulation 2017? No, so we've had a Hutton faction of whatever we've had reviewing the simulation, and you're going to have to listen a little bit more to find out what the next few are. But first, we've got, I think, some Flossie. Yes, are you there, Flossie? Yes, I'm here. So we'll just build this up. Uh, do I have a fanfare? I don't have a fanfare, but I've got your intro, so we'll do that. And now, be upstanding for Hot Pit. Not even Hot Pit. Hutton Royalty. That's right. It's the Queen of the Community Goals. It's Flossie. It's Flossie It's Flossie It's Flossie And the community goes Hello, Flossie here with this week's Community Goals News First of all We've got the results of the mug competition for last week, which uh, appears to have been won by Christopher Breton, uh, otherwise known as Commander Revelo, who um, 
contributed a grand total of 59,356 tonnes to the CG to become the highest of the top ten commanders uh, this congratulations. week. Well, congratulations, Commander Hang on, so he's, he's got a hat and decal and a hat and mug? Oh, wow, yeah. Because he got the hat and decal <laughs> last week, didn't he, Revelo? Um, yeah, I believe he did, didn't he? That's one greedy mother trucker. <laughs> yeah, so well done to Commander Revelo. Right, uh, this week's CGs um, are the Rescue in the California Nebula and Protecting Alliance Supply Lines. The Alliance has reported that ships travelling to and from its California Nebula outposts are coming under attack from pirates. The attacks of, of such frequency and ferocity that the bases are in danger of being completely cut off. An Alliance spokesman said, The systems lining the route to the California Nebula are strewn with the wrecks of Alliance vessels, but with the pirates still an active threat, we have been unable to recover escape pods from these shipwrecks. We are therefore launching a two-pronged operation to designed to both thin the pirates' numbers and recover the escape pods. We hope we can rely on the support of the Galaxy's independent combat pilots. The operation has received financial support from the Turner Research Group, which has promised to reward pilots who deliver escape pods to Darwin Research Facility in the California sector BV-YC7 system. And they've also promised to reward pilots who hand in Alliance bounty vouchers to the Darwin Research Facility. This campaign begins today the 28th and will run for one week. And that is it for this week's CGs. Ooh, a wee quiet week then. Yep, um, just like, uh, like a search and rescue one and uh, uh, bounty hunting. Ooh, so, <clears throat> so is anybody going to be able to win a mug this week? Um... Possibly for, what, the Search and Rescue CG? No, see, that's in the back. That's Noctis, isn't it, that one? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so there, there is a, there's a trade. Or so, I mean, it's up to you. You don't have to do one every week, but do you feel there's one that's worthy of Hutton Muggage? Um, I think possibly. So the um, the search and rescue CG is your is your favourite one that's happened ish. I think so. Well, it's not one I would do myself because I'm strictly trade. <laughs> but um, yeah, but rescuing's a hutton kind of res thing. Isn't rescuing's it? a hutton kind of thing, definitely. Yes, yeah, I think so. Okay, so as usual, um, any commander in the top 10 in that CG when it finishes needs to submit their details to Commander Flossie, either on the Hutton Facebook page or I took part at HuttonOrbital.com. Please don't attach the pictures. Please link to them because it spams our mailbox if you don't. And um, next Thursday, when they announce the new community goals, we will tot up who's in the top 10. If there's one of you that's the top trucker 
of the truckers submitting in the top 10, you will win a Hutton mug. But if all 10 slots are taken by Hutton truckers, then we will give out 10 Hutton mugs. Yes, I'd like to see that happen sometime. <laughs> I don't think they're going to manage this before we run out of mugs, you know. <laughs> anyway, we'll just thank buy you very more. Much. It won't be a problem. We'll just keep oh, going. Oh, dear. There are more mugs. They're rare. They're supposed to be rare. They are, but they shouldn't run out. <laughs> yeah, but are, are these handles going to be the right way up or the wrong way up mugs? I mean, there's a subtle difference between them, isn't there? Well, there is now, yeah. <laughs> Not so subtle. You pick it up the right way and you end up with a hot lap. Um... I, I thought that was the loop of shame. Gold. I don't know. It, just, it really is a bizarre thing to sort of uncover. Um, but we'll have to keep an eye on that. But yeah, but we'll have a look. Anyway, well, thank you very much, Commander Flossie. And um, we'll see how these community goals go. And uh, it's going to be Nocti, isn't it? Really? If he, he can tear himself away he's, from the stations. Know, but he's, he's, <laughs> he's got a mug. So, yeah, well, we'll hear from you next Thursday about who may or may not have won the hut mug. We haven't failed in any week yet to get somebody into the top ten. Yeah, yeah, it's been a great success so far. So, <clears throat> we're going along to the next little bit of the show, and we're going to be going to uh, Commander Wotherspoon with his part two of the Galnet Digest. We have to have a tune for him that's number one in keeping with the theme for this evening, which is going to give you a little bit more of a hint. And um, it's also going to be relevant to Mr. Wotherspoon. So, dear co-presenter, can you name us what the tune is next and who it's by Yes. The emphasis was the hint. It's by the 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 the, the, the Steve Miller band and it is called Steve Miller band. The yeah. Steve Miller band like like Steve Elastic band but with Miller. Um and I believe they like the beer. Their the title of this track is of course The Joker. News Digest Review of the Year 3303. We recall the year so you don't have to. Part 2, July to December. July. A draft of the speech Senator Kahina Loren had been planning to give before the intervention of her untimely death is released. She warns commanders that a shadowy organisation has been removing information about previous Thargoid encounters from the history books and suppressing information about another wave of alien attacks that are coming soon. She alleges that the Cold War between Empire and Federation is a fabrication to conceal military preparations for the invasion of the Thargoids. This is the same organisation that's been preparing to evacuate humanity to the Formidine Rift and other remote locations should the aliens complete their takeover of the homeworlds. As a result of Lorenz's revelations, the Sirius Business Campaign seeks to eliminate the Sirius Corporation. More than 200 Thargoid bases are found in and around the Pleiades. Dognosh publishes a guide to finding all the information Rantar wants about the ancient Guardian civilization, allowing commanders to earn 200 million credits in a few hours. Rantar responds by slashing the amount he's willing to pay. 
defective skimmers infected by Carl Linsky's Mr. Dusty virus rain down on surface bases throughout the galaxy, invoking lethal responses from automated defence systems. Commander Alot flies from Sol to Sagittarius A-star in Ronda the Anaconda in a record-smashing 2 hours 12 minutes and 13 seconds. Even more astonishingly, Lave Radio wins a base on the permit-locked planet Lave 2. August. The Alliance breaks into the Warren prison line in the Federation stronghold of Ross 128 and releases all the prisoners. The Pilots' Federation makes a limited number of golden paint jobs available to pilots. An organisation is set up jointly by Empire, Federation and Alliance to research the Thargoids. Admiral Aidan Tanner of the Federal Navy is appointed to this scientific organisation. Universal Cartographics announces that it will improve route plotting, increasing the maximum route from 1,000 to 20,000 light-years. It will also allow routes using neutron star boosts to be plotted. As the insurance claims continue to mount up, engineers are reported to be working on a fix for the drop bear skimmers. And the Chapter House of Inquisition is working on three new starports on the route between the homeworlds and Colonia. September. Synthesis of frameshift drive boosts is drastically slowed down by an evil space loach who wants to discourage exploration of the outer reaches of the galaxy. This same space loach also nobbles the new heatsink synthesis to prevent explorers from being self-sufficient. The Galactic Superpowers announce plans to withdraw from the Pleiades, leaving scientific organisation Aegis free to study the Thargoids there. Professor Palin welcomes their departure. No new Thargoid hyperdictions have been reported for some weeks. Leaked video shows an Aegis pilot doing some scientific work, testing weaponry by firing at a Thargoid vessel, which successfully defends itself. The Federation later clarifies that although the Aegis pilot was seen to shoot first, this was due to an editing mistake, and the Thargoid attack on the Aegis vessel was completely unprovoked. Cyclops' variant Thargoid ships start appearing at various locations in the Pleiades. They collect escape pods, but are unlikely to attack unless provoked. Hull reinforcement modules briefly provide protection against Thargoid caustic attack, until this protection is inexplicably removed. Scribbling Senator Drew Wagar publishes the final volume in his two-part trilogy about the life and works of Kahina Loren. The skimmers are finally repaired and no longer commit aggravated suicide. And after misunderstanding a conversation with Commander Braben, Don Antonacci goes to Hull. October. Aegis starts releasing anti-Thargoid weaponry onto the open market. The Thargoid vessels are initially highly susceptible to anti-Xeno dumbfire missiles, but quickly seem to develop a resistance to them. Aegis announces a massive expansion into the Pleiades as the Empire and Federation complete their withdrawal. The Alliance does not offer to withdraw from the California Nebula. 
The wreck of an ancient octagonal Thargoid vessel is discovered in HIP 17125. Very different from the flower-shaped vessels that have been encountered up to this point. A long-abandoned base that appears to have belonged to the Inra is discovered. Tanks labelled Mycohazard appear to bear out the old stories that the Inra used biological weapons against the Thargoids. Several more bases are discovered in quick succession, revealing that the Inra engaged in torture and vivisection, and that the ships they were fighting against were the small octagonal ones, not the large flower ships we see today. An abandoned Galcop lookout ship, the Sarasvati, is discovered, revealing that the Thargoids have been hiding in plain sight, sowing the seeds of their return right in front of our noses. These findings appear to have been suppressed. A number of huge Thargoid barnacle forests are found, with evidence that the Thargoid vessels are using them for refuel and repair. The Alliance announces a partnership with Lake on Spaceways to build a new range of combat-capable ships. More ruined Guardian cities are found in remote corners of the galaxy, suggesting a much more widespread civilization than previously understood. Two planets collide in a remote system, an event that had been predicted 113 days earlier. A number of commanders were on hand to witness the surprisingly gentle collision. The checks and balances that maintain political order in the galaxy temporarily break down, allowing the Hutton truckers to expand into Barnard Star. November Admiral Tanner announces that the Aegis Battlefleet is unable to successfully fend off the Thargoids and invites independent pilots to have a go. Meanwhile, Canon Interstellar and Commander Olivia Vespera have been cataloguing the mysterious ring markings on Thargoid vessels. A new type of Thargoid vessel, the Basilisk, is encountered and, despite a shaky start, it soon becomes a formidable foe. The first ship released by the Alliance working with Lake on Spaceways, the Taipan AX-1, turns out to be highly capable at attacking human targets, something that's quickly fixed. An early set of specifications for the Lake on Type 10 Defender are leaked. Defects in early versions of research limpets cause an appeal for Thargoid tissue samples to be terminated early. The Space Loach suggests that in the future, commanders may not necessarily be resurrected at the last spaceport they were docked at, and that there may be special spaceports for naughty commanders. He also announces that he's negotiating with the engineers to change the way they charge from modules. More abandoned bases belonging to the Inra are discovered, revealing that they were unsuccessful in recreating the Thargoid method of interstellar travel, and that at least one base was destroyed by a Thargoid vessel far bigger than had been previously seen. Later in the month, the crushed Cobra belonging to Commander John Jameson is discovered, revealing that he'd been tricked by the Inra into delivering a biological weapon that will cause the excruciating slow death of almost all the Thargoids. Commander Jameson's ship had also been sabotaged by the Inra to ensure he could not return alive. And Commander Alec Turner drives the full circumference of Tiny Moon Plyone 3A. December. The spiritual successor to the Inra, Aegis, 
announces that it is still hopeful that there can be peace with the Thargoids as it continues its research programme into Thargoid history, biology and psychology. It also announces larger anti-Xeno, dumbfire missiles and multi-cannon. Meanwhile, galactic leaders Prime Minister Mahan and Emperor Arissa Livinyi Duval condemn the historic actions of the INRA. The Thargoids use even bigger Medusa-class ships to attack three Aegis bases in the Pleiades, being careful to minimise human casualties. They repeat this pattern the following week. A large number of commanders answer the call to rescue survivors from these burning stations. The Type 10 Defender is finally released and proves itself a worthy tank, with a strong hull and relatively good manoeuvrability. Every commander in the galaxy buys one, and then buys a paint job to go with it. Two days later, a shiny chromed paint job is made available for the Type 10. The Fuel Rats complete their longest ever rescue, involving a 48-hour supercruise past the furthest star from Seoul, well beyond Beagle Point. The four-day rescue allows the refueled commander to not only have the furthest ever Hutton mug, but also to return safely to tell the tale. Core Dynamics announces special discounts on the Federal Dropship, Assault Ship and Gunship, which stack on top of any existing discounts. The Alliance makes a plaintive appeal for assistance in maintaining its outposts in the Pleiades and in rescuing the large numbers of Alliance pilots who've been victims of pirate activity along the route to the Alliance bases. And a man in a jumper makes a prediction that we'll see a lot more of the small octagonal Thargoid ships in 3304. And that's the Galnet News Digest review of the year 3303. Galnet News, we review the year so you don't have to. you what a year that's one heck of a year yeah in this game this you know in this boring life <laughs> well there's nothing going on there's nothing to do there's no story nothing ever happens money bank you know well i'm currently I've spent 500 hours in the game and i'm bored if we're uh, if you're watching this which stream you're going to see commander pillbox piloting us through some lovely geezers which I've never seen before, so these are... Uh, which kind of geezers? Are they the hot spewing ones, or are they the uh, icy cold ones? Uh, they look hot to me. No, get, get you your SRV, get out, get out and here. jump on one. Oh, get, get, jump on one in an SRV and jump to the sky. Same with saying they're icy cold, or he's exclaiming, exclaiming icy cold as if maybe he wants to see icy cold ones. But I think in this place they, they kind of look to be hot, steamy. You know what geezers are over geezers. here? Sorry, Buck? They're all cranky men. No, that's the same <laughs> over here as well. <laughs> <laughs> they're geysers over here. Yeah, that's you a bit like the green room. About. It's full of geezers. <laughs> the green room is full of geezers. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they're, they're all the same. Well, geysers, geezers, whatever. You say potatoes and we say it properly. Um, right, it's time for, for Buck. Cow. Is, is it time for Buck? Is it that time? Yeah, it's Buck time. Because 
Buck's got some barbecue beef ribs going, and he's got to get back to the barbecue. All right, well, let's not let's not mess around then. Uh... Here he is from the con space ways to share with us his trucking ways with stats filled up from the last seven days. He won't say fuck it's Buck. Well, howdy there, duckers. This is old Buck Naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways. Back again for this week's Hut and Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as last-minute Christmas shopping. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the Explorers, jumping like them horny toads down at the creek, Commander Keldwin Blaze takes the lead this week with almost 51,000 light years jumped. Hope you got to where you want to be, Commander. Commander Terran, 4295, keeps the lead at bounty hunting with almost 56 million credits earned and accounted for. The bloodthirsty commander had reason to celebrate this week when he claimed his one billionth credit for Miss Lale. The trail of blood looks like it has no end to it. Our top mission trucker this week is the Major General Knocked Vegas, showing you youngsters how it's done. Pay attention now, because the lesson this week, just like last week, is an eye-popping, overwhelming, sleep-deprived 2,308 missions. Now that's only 100 or so missions shy of last week's record. He blames it on some off-tasting gin Cecil gave him. Driving the hunting taxi this week, Commander, a small furry rodent, takes the lead for carrying the most passengers with 3,518 people transported around the galaxy. And for the cargo-carrying truckers, doing what we do best, this week's winner is a bit of a tie between Commanders Montgomery Python and Ventura with roughly 29,500 tons of cargo haul. And be sure to check out the Hutton Helper's newest feature, It'll time your hunting runs for you. And as of right now, the fastest time to hunt an orbital has been set by Commander Lithobreaker in 1 hour, 25 minutes, and 54 seconds. If you got what it takes to beat that score, well, get it installed and get to flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this air radio station? Make sure you got the hunting helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com and get to Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways, the only ships in the galaxy with an emergency fire extinguisher on board. Thank you very much, Buck. Now, Buck, two important questions we got from the floor here. Number one, do you have the Hutton Helper installed? Yes, I do. And number two, do you have the statistics for where Buck is on the fastest runs to Hutton? I'm looking at them right now, the fastest runs and the slowest run. And the top and bottom runs, the fastest you can get to Hutton at the moment, and the fastest that Buck's done it. Well, the fastest that uh, is, like I said, Commander Lithobreaker, one hour, 25 minutes, 54 seconds. Right, okay, and um, Buck's uh, time? 
Buck's time, well, see, now, I jumped into my agent's ship, Eric Marquet, and Buck's, so our time was one hour, 27 minutes, and 24 seconds. And, and what ship About was that? About a minute in? and a half shy. That was in a Fertilance. He likes his Fertilance. So that turns nice and fast and can get to Hutton. Yeah, it's when you arrive at the Star, it's that turning and getting your nose towards Hutton. That shaves seconds off, doesn't it? So if you want to do it in a Type 10, you're going to add a couple of minutes just turning around facing Hutton. You want to do it in something that swivels around nice and quick. Don't do it in a Type 10 because mm-hmm. it does start the timer from when you enter the system to when you land. That's the bit you're going to struggle with in your Type 10. Never mind the <laughs> well, that. And here's a hint for you. That's if right. you do it in a medium ship, there's only one pad for medium ships and it might be blocked by other people. A hint might be to do it in something small enough to land on the small pads because there are a few more of them. Yeah, I don't know what Litho Breaker did his in, but uh, in your end... Uh, they had, uh, they did it in the Cobra at one hour twenty six minutes fifty seconds. See, that's that's, that's a quick. quick little ship. That <clears throat> mm-hmm. it's also when yep. you arrive at the near the orbital, you need to be able to boost towards it quickly as well to shave a few seconds off. So you need something with a a good top speed and a little bit of luck. That's right, and there's a few other tricks around it as well. But I'm not going to mention them. So, so how <laughs> low do you think we can go? Well, apparently, people have done this run in 45 minutes, so I'm waiting for those times to show up. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm still Thank waiting you. for the 45-minute times to turn up. And the, I'm going to deselect the star to get there faster. Uh-huh. Yeah, don't believe a word of it. And until anybody proves it on hot.forthemug.com, it, does, it is not true. No, it does automatically start to break you if you have it selected or not, sadly. Anyway, well, thank you very much, Commander Puck Naked. Now it's about the time of the show where we go up to the green room to say hi to all the commanders in the green room. But we have a little tune first in keeping with our theme. But we've had some guesses, and I think amongst the guesses on the various channels, we might have had one correct one. Yes. We're not going to tell yes. you who it is, but somebody's got it right. Some clever sod. But just in case anybody else wants to play along, we've got another tune now. Uh, and as we're shipping up to the green room, and it's just been butt naked, and it's all American, and we're having a little tea party, um, we might be uh, shipping up to Boston. Hey, that was a nice sea shanty uh, style tune, that. Yeah, especially for shipping up to Boston. I, I think somebody might have got it now. I think somebody's maybe had it confirmed that they're right and going along the right lines. Um, hello, hello, somebody. Green Room. Good evening. Hello, hello. 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 It's a very hello. overfed, quiet Green Room this evening. <laughs> they all suffering. Has anyone had to expand their waistline a bit over the last couple of days after all the food? It's a vicious rumor. Yeah. 
Anyway, well, we're going to do a quick rundown of the green room, say hi. We got a little bit of a, a shorter after last week's mammoth effort um, show this week. But running down the green room, uh, we're going to, well, we said hello to Brett Riverboat. Hello, Brett Riverboat. We've already heard from you. We're going to come back in a bit. And Flossie and Psychica and me. And the next one down on the list is Commander Bam. Now, Commander Bam, you said in Discord, was it you who said you thought you knew what the theme was? Uh, yeah. I think it's all to do with Barnard Star. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll let people know at the end of the show whether um, Boston and uh, Steve Miller and um, reviewing the simulation and Hutton Factions have got anything to do with Barnard Star this week. But, yeah, uh, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been in Barnard Star, as usual. <laughs> Right, the, the and are we, are we on for the win? Have you been doing a lot of missions, passengers? What have you been up to? Uh, passengers, a bit of pew-pew before the election started. Oh, and I'm just about to get interdicted. Well, we'll leave you be while you fight off the interdiction. Hopefully it's nobody too scary. And then we have Commander Jack Lolette. Lolay. Who's all silent, but hello, Lolay. Uh, he's just stuffing his face with some cheese that was left over from Christmas. And Commander Ken Wallace, who may or may not be here. No, he's got nothing to say at all. And then down to Commander Mia Hell. Hello. Who oh, hang on a second. Message from Jack Lolay. Going back. Sorry, can't speak. Doc's orders laryngitis. Well, go see Nurse Wyeth. Um, she's very good at fixing that kind of I've thing. I've never heard of um, Doc so Laryngitis. Is he, a, is he a proper doctor? Yeah, uh, he's got mods. Oh. <sighs> mods anyway sorry to cut you off there commander mia hell hello and how are you very well thanks and are you trucking for the mug are you cging are you rescuing people or are you doing the barnard star two-step i've been out at maya doing a bit of the passenger pickup and also a quick visit to the crashed dargo scout is that so is, it's been keeping me busy have you been out at maya or mia Maya. So it's Mia Maya. Oh, Mia oh, I'm Maya. glad somebody else said that before me. Did you join the pizza eating fraternity? I did, I did. I was there last night having a goat's cheese and caramelised onion and spinach pizza. Romana Padana. Oh, oh, Romana Padana. <laughs> Mia, Mia Maya and his rub. <laughs> Romana Padana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those that don't know what we're talking about, yeah, there was a pizza meet uh, last night, I think, over in Glasgow. There was. There was. And can you name drop everybody who was there? I can. Psychico was there. Simoth was there. Commander Klopster was there. Uh, Andy Webb, I don't know his commander name, was there. Galactic Midden. Galactic Midden. Is that Galactic Midden? <laughs> Yeah, oh, now, now you know you missed the opportunity yes. to punch him. <laughs> yeah, it was really nice to see you, Mia, and Rob and uh, Psycho Cow last night. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was good. And Gal Midden. But anyway, uh, next on the list, now somebody who's going to be helping me with my third elite, hopefully, is Commander Zorak. Hello. Now, I've got two. I've got the easy ones. I've got the combat one and the trade one. I've got the hard one to do next, which is the the jumping, scooping, honking one. Staying and awake. you've got something that can help me do that. I, I have. I, if you want to do it properly, you can go and do it yourself. But if you just want to get to the elite, I have some data runs that should be able to help you. It is mind-numbingly boring, but it will get you to elite. Well, uh, mind-numbingly boring, uh, a bit like pew-pewing thousands of ships over in... Um, 
Yes, Hasrez sites for Alvin. Yeah, I, yeah I've, I've got to do it. I've got to. I've got to bite the bullet and got to go do it. I suppose. Yeah, I, I've done a lot of viewing, and that's my last elite when I'm, I'm on like 46% deadly. But seriously, ships turn, ships do different things. Oh, look, there's a planet. Honk. Well, yeah, I, I suppose I can sort of honk and watch telly. I got some DVDs for, for Christmas, so I can watch those while I'm honking throughout yeah, the galaxy. Be, it, it will keep you sane. I, I, give me a shout um, later in the week, I'll help you out with that. Well, I, I did half of one of your runs already, but I can't remember which one, so I've got to remember not to go do that one again, then come back and realise I know all these systems. <laughs> yeah, that would be a problem. And don't I, I to think take I need about scanner. 200 million-ish more to go. Oh, th those files I sent you earlier should be more than enough. We're talking, what, a couple of weeks' work? Oh, you could probably do it inside four or five days if you were committed. <laughs> I'd be committed afterwards, yeah. I, I, I'm not saying anything. Yeah, well, thank you very much for those lists. And this week, you have mostly been um, doing shit, really. Uh, Bernard Star passenger stuff and some fuel ratting. Any particularly memorable rescues? Um, no, but Christmas Christmas Day afternoon was insane. Uh, there were like waiting times of forty five, fifty minutes. We had fifteen or sixteen cases open at the same time. It was. It you was think people were mad. overindulging at Christmas and and not paying attention and making mistakes? No, I, or these newbies? I, 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 most of them were sidewinders. About two or three jumps from start system. <laughs> oh, so this is Christmas present special. And you are still locked. I'm stuck. <laughs> Well, you rescued. Well, hopefully, you rescued everybody. You didn't lose too many. I don't know what the stats are from the fuel routes, but their percentage rescued versus crashed is probably quite high. It's ninety-five percent plus rescue. Yeah, that's pretty good. Anyway, next we have the Falco took himself. Good can evening, Falco took. Oh, can I still Hello. hear what? Who can't we hear? No, whoever it is no. is run away. <laughs> oh, the Falco took's there. Ish. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know who that was. So, Falco, you were watching on the live stream this week while I hit the the, the magic thing. Well, I, I actually missed when you actually hit the uh, elite moment. I, I was uh, pulled away by the uh, the junior crew here at the outpost. Uh, wasn't able to watch the whole. Yeah, thing, but I noticed but... you did join me on the live stream, which was on. Yes. I think we were on tv.forthemug.com throughout, just about, uh, including when I went out for three hours on an emergency rescue mission <laughs> and left my screen running on one of the menus and got a lot of verbal abuse on the chat channel. <laughs> uh, you yeah, know. Thank you for tuning in. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully it wasn't too dull. Pew pew. Oh, bit it was all pew, good. pew Was it you who was claiming the anaconda is massively overpowered, or was that somebody else? Well, after seeing what you did with it, it must be. I mean, it's just—it's all—it's all in how you handle it. I, I guess so. But yeah, it's, it's a very well-engineered anaconda that one, and I ditched my co-pilot, especially for the mission. So, um, what have you been up to when you've not been watching Hutton TV? Uh, well, I have been doing uh, bounty hunting for uh, Barnard Star, but obviously that's done. Uh, I'm currently uh, 12 light seconds out from Hutton Orbital. Now for the mug. Yeah. I need to well, uh, thank load you very up much. for both the uh, 12 mugs of Christmas and also my own uh, plan to uh, start uh, dropping some gifts on some of the uh, some of all these newbies out here. Oh, when you, when people do fuel rats rescues, they should take yeah. mugs and give them mugs and say, and by the way, have you have you discovered the joy of the mug? And then they think you're weird. Well, I, they would just know the truth then. 
<laughs> we know you're weird. That's fine. So are we. <coughs> Excuse me. The frog in my throat. And we have Commander Icini. Good evening. Now, how are your sister? Because you've got your own little empire there, haven't you, Icini? It's been rather quiet. I've been sort of keeping it quiet because, as you say, once you get up to like the 60s or 70s, you tend to get out, you know, it's like expanding to other systems. And I've got enough to handle as it is with just being on my own in the one. So, a couple of missions a week, a couple of million out, no problem, keep it quiet. You just keep, just keep it, yeah. So, so your, your home station, what, what kind of station is your home station? Well, I've got two, because I'm right next door, but the one in Iceni, there is a planet uh, on the planet, and, and there's uh, an little outpost, and then if you pop along to the system just next door called Papa Papa Pole, there is a nice Coriolis for docking all your large and luxurious ships. And, and so what kind of what kind of economy do you run over there in the Iceni system? It's whatever economy you want to run, just as long as you keep it below the radar. Well, is it agricultural or is it a refinery or I've extraction? I've really notice. I tend to keep trying to look after the military stuff. You know, go out here, pick up a couple of these cargo canisters, bring them back, and they give me shed loads of money for us. I just I just try and keep the you know, keep the riffraff out. Don't want anyone else in there, you see. So whether it's agricultural, I'm not really sure, but I don't think there's any habitable planets. So I think you'll have a job to be agricultural. Well, I, I'm just having a look. This this is the Earls of Iceni we're looking at here. That's it, the Earls of Iceni. Yeah, right, the Earls of Arcini, uh, the Arcini, Arcini are an unfettered anarchy. Yeah, we're pretty much say it, so let's describe it. And, and it's Grand Indoc and Sopa Lab, and that's the only two in there. And you're sitting, yeah, use it comfortably at 63.4% at the moment. Yeah, you don't want to get too big or it gets a bit messy. People start wanting to attack you in other systems, and you find out there's balls and people don't like you. Like, no! So, well, and you're, about, you're quite away from Seoul. You're quite away from us. You're about 150 light years, give or take. We're 150 light, just over 100 light years from Seoul, but we've got the blue ladies right next door in the system, so I've got to make sure I keep her out. Because we're right next to the Now, you've got, you've, got, you've got seven factions in your system. You're, you're, you're safe. Nobody can expand into you. You, just want to go, you don't want to go into the blue ladies. Oh, no, and I don't want her coming towards me either. I don't want her to encroaching. Just nicely outside the bubble, you know, stay under the radar, a bit like a Caldodar Rizian, you know. And, of course, the, the, the system's a lovely little one with 10,424 people and you. That's right. And then Taurus, when, he, when he's around. He's an and I, I notice well. you're, you're not running the Hutton Helper because it's not updating your stats on here as well. That might be out of date, my stats. I've been doing a bit of planetary mining, a bit of planet ma making bases, often a little uh, you know, sort of early game release sort of thing, you know. Ah, okay. You, you've been in the leisure, the games room for a bit. Yes. Well, thank you very much. And uh, I'm sure we'll catch up with you next week as well. And dear Commander Sakakao, I've got a message saying you're back. You dashed off to Cubicle 3 and you, you yes. managed to get back. Almost okay. there. Do you want to take the second half of the table? I can certainly do that. We're on to Commander Lennon. Good evening to you. Good evening. And how have you been and what have you been up to? Uh, mostly been shooting stuff and helping the Barnard Stars take over. Ah, running missions or have, have you been pew pewing out there? Pew pewing. Uh, so now, you know, now it's all missions time, isn't it? So put away the guns. Yeah, or something else. Go I don't know. Kissing babies. Yeah. Whatever wins the hearts. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for that. We shall move down to Commander Lithobreaker. Uh, good evening to you. Good evening. Now, now, I think last week we sent you out some things. Did they arrive? They'd, well, the mugs arrived. The uh, signed photo hasn't, though. 
of Alvin. Yeah, we'll, not, we'll, we'll check into that and see what the status is. Um, yeah, I, I'm seeing Alvin at the weekend. I will chase Alvin. Give him a scratch from me. Fantastic. What have you been Will up do. to? What have you been up to in the game? And how was your, how was your Christmas? In fact, as well. Oh, Christmas was really good. Thank you. Hope yours was too. In game, I have been shooting things in Barnard Star and coming second in the hot table on number of kills and second in the hot table on number of hand-ins, so not so good there. But uh, the better news was I decided to go and get my mugs for the 12 mugs of Christmas and shaved four seconds off Zorlak's time. Sorry, Zorlak. <laughs> you git. Sorry. The Fantastic. secret to it is, for those last few seconds, you do it in a Cobra with good shields, and you ram the landing pad really hard. Is that the crash landing technique? It, uh, it might have been. I, I, I might have had most of my hull left at the end of it. <laughs> That's kind of not so much docking as darting, isn't it? It's darts you're playing. Hey, it worked. I well, do- docking darts. Yeah, docking darts as um, pioneered by a fellow Hutton trucker who's out of Colonia. Indeed, it Sounds it's, good to me. It's worked. Well, thank you very much for that. We'll move on. Oh, God, it's Odie Moncrew. Good evening, Odie. Good evening. How are you? Do you have a festive pun for us? Yes. What do you call a bunch of grandmasters of chess bragging about their games in a hotel lobby? A bunch of grandmasters of chess bragging about their games in a hotel lobby. Oh god, I've yeah. no idea. Chess nuts boasting in an open foyer. Uh, oh god! Oh. <laughs> oh. He's got this Christmas cracker joke down to a T, hasn't he? <laughs> and I got a uh, two more. The second one is why does why does kill me, Scrooge, kill me now? Why does Scrooge love Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer? I don't know. Because every buck is dear to him. <laughs> right, okay. Has anyone got a leftover Christmas cracker they can post to Odie? And the third one is, what you get when you cross, this one goes to a little bit to the uh, the last guy was talking about the uh, darts, or similar, at least similar-ish. Because it's... What do you get when you cross an archer with a gift wrapper? I dread to think. Ribbon hood. Oh. Oh. I I think Psycho Guys had to go for a lie down. I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) Go on, we've got to post him a genuine British Christmas cracker. Just, just. I'll find one. I've got one spare somewhere. Okay, well, okay, okay, last okay, one. No, last more, no, 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 What is the difference between the Christmas alphabet and the ordinary alphabet? <laughs> uh, I, don't I know. know this one. The Christmas alphabet has no L. Oh, right. Oh. Right, um, that's it, that's it. Commander um, Overlight, oh, way, lovely to arrived? see have you. Have mugs arrived? <laughs> oh. Hello. Yeah, it's good about We've moved on from Odin. Good, good evening, Overlight. How are you? I'm still reeling. I'm still reeling from that. That was wonderful. Uh, but I'm very well, thank you. How are you? 
Very good. It's good to see you here tonight as well. Did you? Uh, did your? Did your package arrive safely? Yes, it did. Thank you very much. Brilliant. Was that a not smashed mug? It was a intact mug. Yeah. Well, I suppose the mosaic version. <laughs> the jigsaws come out later. Uh, <laughs> and the super glue. Oh, fantastic. What have you been up to in game? Um, been a bit of a mixed bag this week. I mean, there's obviously been the, the running around trying to track down the various rares, which is going to get more and more complicated as the uh, as the 12 days goes on. Uh, so I've been uh, spreadsheeting that, trying to work out how I can uh, sort of do it in the most efficient way. Um, little and often as well for Barnard's star. Um, I was chatting to Bam earlier, and uh, he came up with the idea of what if every hut and trucker did one mission a day, over 2,000 missions a day, that would be quite something. Um, but yeah, little and often in Barnard's star. It had passed his time on the... Um, the uh, Hutton Run board, uh, Zorlak uh, and, and Lifted Breaker both beat me, so I've got to uh, I've got to regain that. Um, so uh, that's a little challenge I've set myself. Um, uh, obviously, in the usual PGS uh, shit as well every day, uh, doing the updates on that. Um, but yeah, just a busy old mixed bag this week. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for your hard work in those key areas as well, because I think, you know, the, all of you guys in here tonight that have been fighting and pew-pewing up in uh, Barnard Star have really helped swing that system into a beautiful position. Yeah, absolutely. And as I said, if, if you know, there's even time with everything that's going on, if you can do a little bit every day, if you can do a, a passenger run a day, if you do just a couple of missions, um, especially at the moment, um, that would just be that would be fantastic. But I think you know. I think the next few days is going to be a challenge. Okay, fantastic. Thank you very much for that overlight. We're going to move on down to oh, hello, Phoenix to fire. How are you? <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, that that was. Um, there's definitely something not quite right with your mic. <laughs> okay, I think, I, I think, I think Odie broke him. Yeah, well, Phoenix remix. We'll come back to you. We'll, <laughs> we'll come back to you, Colin. Um, and I don't know if you've got any sort of sound software that needs kick to reset, but it kind of sounds like you're breaking up and you're also a chipmunk. Uh, but we're going to move on to Commander Pom. Good evening to you. Happy Crimbo. Merry Crimbo, yeah, proper Crimbo. Oh, I was trying to find that song for the Christmas stream when we did the 12 days. I wanted to play proper Crimbo, but I couldn't. Um, how are you and what have you been up to? Not a lot in game. I went down to Cambridge. I drove past Frontier Development's front door um, and drunk a shed load of vodka. Um, just about recovered, now doing loads of 3D models, which is fun. Ooh, did you not go past um, Frontier and drink Cobra beer? Or Cobra? I should have done. I should have done. Well, no worries. We, we're going to move on down to the next one on our list, which is the Ambassador Skip Rat. Good evening to you. Oh, good, he's not there. We'll move on quickly then. Why, <laughs> I'm here. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he has to duck to reach the mic. Yeah, it's a long way down. <laughs> Fucking sick. How are you? Uh, Did you have a, a good Christmas? Christmas was all. 
goodness gracious me, you guys need to sort your mics out. My mom works perfectly fine. I know, it's the user. <laughs> well, we, we couldn't we couldn't tell whether you said Christmas is awful or awesome. There was Christmas is awe. Awesome. Hey, brilliant, that's good. That's fantastic. I just have images oh, of you, for- you know, opening your gifts on Christmas morning and launching a stocking oh, and a Christmas tree out the window. <laughs> All one of them. And then the Christmas tree went out the window. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, I hope you've got some nice, uh, possibly New Year-related words for us on Friday. Um, you want me to ruin that as well? <laughs> yes, please. I have never had so much problems <laughs> listening. Some kind of sadist. <laughs> listening to people saying that they were wishing for a white Christmas and sitting there going, oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> right, we're going to move on to Skid Row. Thank you for that. We're going to move on to Spike. Um, how are you, Spike? Well, it's not that Spike, but it's Spike 19... Was it 86? Yeah, I'm the other Spike. Oh, I've got to touch a Thargoid flu, I think, with those rescue missions. But uh, I'm getting on well, doing a bit of background sim. I'm at Steve Millerport at the moment. Oh, fantastic. <clears throat> like the Joker. Like the Joker, yes. Um, well, that's great to hear. Uh, so you're running missions this week then? Yeah, and the 12 mugs. Uh, oh, that. 12 mugs. Is, yeah, it's going to be a challenge. It's going to get more challenging, I think, as the as the, the 12 days goes on. I'm looking forward to, um, I think, obviously we're all sitting here wondering what's the five gold rings equivalent going to be. Um, well, we're wondering whether anybody's going to last out the whole thing. Well, hopefully somebody, because we've got, we've got 12 Or is somebody going to win all 12 prizes to themselves because they're the only one finishing? That could be quite interesting. All right, well, we're not going to make you talk too much more, Spike, because you're sounding quite bunged up, that's for sure. Okay, just uh, don't slip in any uh, mega gin. I don't want to go back there this week. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Somebody didn't plan ahead, did they? Oh, I've got 11. <laughs> But it won't do any good, will it? <laughs> not if it's 12, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not going to give any clues away at all, because we don't want to spoil it for you guys. Um, Commander <coughs> Thomason, how are you? I couldn't read from where I was sitting. Greetings, greetings from Sweden. I'm fine. Just doing a hot and run just now. Oh, are you going for a timed lap? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Good luck, what are you flying? Uh, trying. I was at the 127 last time, and I just saw there was a new top one. All right, so you're going to go and try and reclaim a title. Okay, what ship are you flying? I'm flying a standard DBX, uh, almost empty. Okay, well, yeah, we'll look forward to seeing the results of how you get on. Uh, obviously, I've, I've got to go and do that and redeem my two hour 48 minutes. So I'll need to do that at some point. I might get a chance tomorrow. That's great. I think this is my fourth or fifth time I'm going there. The first two times, they forget to tell me there was a new version of uh, oh, the Helper. Helper. Oh, no. <laughs> so it didn't record the first two runs. That's that's painful. Oh god! Well, thank you very much for that. We're going to move on to Commander Highway Warrior. That's a name I recognise. <laughs> Greetings. How are you doing? Yeah, recovering. Oh gosh, that good a Christmas? 
Uh, yeah, it was um, it was a bit busy in the run up um, to Christmas, and uh, uh, as you'll know why. But um, yeah, Christmas was good, and um, just uh, yeah, just chilling now. Brilliant. Uh, what are you up to at the moment? Um, I'm making my way slowly back from the uh, edge of the the galaxy, from the void, and um, watching the uh, various galactic maps that I have at my disposal very carefully to see who's uh, shadowing me as I make my way back. <laughs> okay. I, I believe I'm very very much a marked man at the moment. I, I currently have a Hutton mug on board that's um, been further than any other human has taken one in uh, in our galaxy. Okay, are you going to need, are you going to require um, some support when you get back? Uh, I'll tough it out or, um, yeah, tough it out. I've got to have um, a, a meet-up with a, with a trucker, actually, to hand this mug back uh, for it to be put in safe storage somewhere. Okay. <laughs> you know, I've just got this, this, this wonderful kind of concept that you're going to meet up with them. I'm actually just scanning my sound effects and realised I don't have one on here of a smash sound. But yeah, you know that. Here you go, catch. <laughs> don't, don't, don't do that. Balls. <laughs> okay, well, thank you very much and good luck on your journey. Uh, how long do you reckon it's going to be before you're back? Oh, it's probably going to be weeks. Um, I've got to meet up with another commander. I was going to hand him over this mug, but I've come to an arrangement with yourselves about what should happen to it. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll be back in the bubble basically whenever I feel like it. <laughs> with lots of data as well, have you been honking while you've been out there? Uh, yeah, I was... Um, yeah, I've, I, I ragged the ass out of my ship going up to Persera and then um, honking and scanning everything on the, on the way as well. So, um, yeah, I should have a fair bit. Brilliant. Well, we look forward to seeing you back uh, when you get here. Um, maybe get some pot noodles set up for proper celebration. That's got to be done, definitely. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, uh, Commander Jorgen Cam? Is that Cam? No, Cam. Karn. No, uh, oh, my eyes are failing me tonight. Hello. Good evening to you. Uh, good evening. How are you doing, and what are you up to at the moment? Uh, I'm doing okay, thank you. I'm trying to recover from a flu. My goodness, so uh, much mods going on at the moment. Because, yeah. Uh, and uh, I'm uh, trying to pick up some uh, passengers from um, Barnard Star. Ah, so the, the, the group missions. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you very much for your help there. That's going to be wonderful. Hopefully we can knock this election on the head uh, in the minimum time necessary and uh, get on with expanding our lead and getting poor Mr. Shoutyman, who disappeared uh, from the green room, to have to rewrite some dockers for us. Or has he appeared back? No, he's not. Um, how, well, actually, before we go on to Simon, Phoenix to Fire, you want to, should we try your mic again? Is this, oh, is this better? That's much better, we can hear you. <laughs> well, it's funny that, because I've just gone to see the crankies and they are now sounding like one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, how was the panto? The panto was fantastic. All I can say is that we went to see my um, <laughs> Dick Whittington. You went to see yes. John Barrowman's Dick as well. Yes, I did. And how was? Is, it? is that the controversial one? Yes, it is the controversial. It wasn't as bad as they made out. 
<laughs> it was very nice. funny, though. Fantastic. And what have you been up to in the universe? Have you been up to much, or have you been just enjoying the sort of festive break? I have discovered, unfortunately, that I'm not as good a pilot as I thought I was. I have lost three T-10s in the last day. Oh, my God. <laughs> you forgot to hull tank your T-10. Uh, no, that the the T10 is completely hull tanked. I am, um, it's it's basically like a like a, a, a complete not a tiger tank. Uh, only um, I've come to the conclusion that I'm crap. What were you taking on? Only a cyclops. Thoroughgoids. Yeah. Well, you know, if you're going to fight any alien species, sometimes you're going to have your arse handed to you. On a silver plate while being laughed at. <laughs> in Thargoid. Well, I assume it's th- being laughed at in Thargoid, mostly because I'm too busy disintegrating to hear any laughter. Yeah, it's hard to hear the laughter over the tears, isn't it? Yeah, it's a ship you certainly need to get used to, how to fly it and how to target it and um, stay on target. And of course, the shield strip really quickly with those thuckers. And or the pew pew that it does, and you just need to you, you need you need to uh, yeah learn some new skills of the Type Ten. It's a lovely ship. Yeah, I love it. It, it. it turns. I would probably say it turns even tighter than a Type Nine, which is disappointing. But um, I'll get used to it. Yes, it looks a bit of a brute. I quite like it, but it if I don't think I'm worthy of it yet. I've seen a number of commanders returning it to the store and going back into fared lances and slightly more manoeuvrable ships, which is a shame because it definitely is worthy. In fact, um, having the the good old um, Vive uh, headset on, I, I got to see some of the, oh crikey, the augmented systems inside that ship. It is a beautiful ship to stand inside. Just to look around it is beautiful. Okay, well, thank you, Phoenix. Uh, thank you for you know, and, and for fixing whatever that was. Your cranky mic. <laughs> Normally, you're just cranky. Oh yeah, just cranky me. We're going to move on then to our last member of the room. We're going to ignore Bewilderbeast because he snuck in. Uh, we're going to talk. Ah. <laughs> we're going to talk to Simon. Good evening to you, Tech Monkey. How are you getting on? Oh, proper proper combo. Uh, yeah, and, and how was your chili vodka? Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, uh, it's not nice. That's <laughs> just what i I mean, is it is it not nice like the pork scratching's not nice, or is it a different kind of not nice? No, the pork scratchings are, like I said last week, um, tasty pain. This, is, this just isn't nice. Just... So, so this is painful taste instead? Yeah, it's just it's, it's painful and it has no redeeming qualities. It's a bit like spending um, a couple of hours in a room with Odie Man telling you his favourite jokes. Oh right, maybe yeah. not quite that bad, but well, that oh, that's fighting talk. That is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. I just wanted to do a wee shout out to some of our international listeners because we have um, we have a few people in Germany and Finland. Finland, we have three listeners. Ooh, hello! Was 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 finished for hello? Because I'm sure you've done your homework. Uh, goodbye. That's what you do when you're finished saying hello. Oh, for God's sakes! There they go. It was nice knowing <laughs> you. Yeah. We've lost them now. 
Okay, let's get rid of Australia <laughs> next as well. Yeah, so no, we've got we've got a few listeners in Finland. Who defunk it? Oh, how we used to. <laughs> we used to. Oh. That's, that's amazing. So hello to everyone in Finland. Woohoo! Nice to have you. Uh, and hello, g'day to all you Australians out there as well. It's lovely to have you with us. Germany as well, Grant. Let's hear your your uh, German accent. German. Um, no! Yeah. Good Abend. <laughs> See, there's a wee secret. Uh, in order for Grant to get an accent, he will come up with a. I think it's. I think it's fair enough to say racist phrase. Stereotypical. Stereotypical I think is the politically them. correct version of that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and Sweden um, is probably Hardy Birdy, the guy from Sesame Street, is going to be, or the Muppets. Sorry, should I say? Is yes. your reference for a Swedish Oh, the, the chef. Yeah. Yes. Ah, Shena, Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So just a, a wee shout out to all our international um, listeners, and I uh, hope you had a good Christmas. Uh, what's, 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 no, I'm not going to do Good evening, Bewilderbeast. I saw you sneaking in there. Uh, have you been up to anything in the universe, or have you been out stationering? Uh, mainly on your stationary server, which has been a lot of fun. Uh, we've been creating the the most elaborate nonsense systems. Fantastic! Am I, I think I'm still dead. I need to come in and see if you can find my corpse. <laughs> yeah. Then we <laughs> fix that. All right. You just sort of but stick me into a recycling machine. <laughs> yes, we have a recycling machine now, and I don't know. You, whatever you're worth, it would only get fifty percent back though. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what good that is. Way of, good way of dieting, though. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of fun in Station is Very, very good. Fantastic. Well, I think we are finished in the green room, Dave, if you want to. We'll go back. Well, we, we did, I think we had somebody else sneak in, but if we keep doing this, we're going all evening. So good evening, Michael Searle, but we're, we're definitely done now with the green Hello. room. Hello. <laughs> no sneaking in after we've gone past your name. That's just sneaky. It's got no chance. Just to, to, to annoy you, you know. <laughs> Well, no, it doesn't doesn't annoy us. It just means we, we don't get to go to bed yet. Yeah, we're going to sneak back up to the live room and we're going to close the show and we're going to reveal what tonight's theme we, was yep, about. The big reveal. It's not bleeding obvious already. So we will see. So for the mug, everybody, yeah, and have fun. And we'll see you on the, the flip mug. side of for next year. For the mug. For the mug. Happy New Year, everyone. Mug, yeah. Have happy a new great year. Happy New Year. Yep, yep Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Oh. oh. Oh, Simon, we're got done for 3303. We're done for 3303. Is it 3303? Is it still? Oh, yeah, 3303. 3304 after the weekend. So I'm having a visitation from his nibs, Alvin, over the weekend. He's Fantastic. joining me for New Year again. That'll be amazing. And we're going to be scoffing a giant lasagna over at um, dear old mum's house. Well, pass on, of course, our love to Mummy P and to Mikey S and uh, Alvin. I, I certainly will do. I'm, um, I'm sure we're going to have a great time. Usually, we usually end up playing uh, cards against humanity against my mum, which uh, <laughs> she is just the filthiest individual. I and mean, she pulls these things out and puts them down with glee. 
I think I know someone else, not too many elbows throw for away from where we're sitting right now, who should never be allowed to play uh, things like Choking Hazard or uh, Cards Against Humanity. Eh, Flossie? I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to play another game. <laughs> oh, my mum my says, I have no idea what this means, but I'm going to put these cards down and then watches our faces. It was a, well... We don't believe a word of what she says, but she knows exactly what she's doing. But the glee on her face when she places the most revolting things on the table. It is, it's, they're, they're funny games. So, yeah, if you've not played them, Cards Against Humanity, Choking Hazard is a more cartoon version of it. And there are some other games that we were trying um, over the last sort of Christmas period as well. And I've got some new ones to try again. Well, anyway, so <clears throat> for, the, for the theme this evening, we had somebody get it. Now, who got it? Crikey, well, I don't know. There was loads of guesses, actually, loads of correct guesses. No, the, fir- the first one, I got a message from um, Snoz and Alvin to say somebody got it on the Twitch chat. I think it was Overlight. Let me just go scrolling back up. It wasn't you, Flossie. That's cheating. Why was it cheating? <laughs> but you were, in the, you were in the room with us when we were talking about it off air. That's uh, cheating. Quarter to ten. Commander, I didn't know that part Commander Overlight placed a guess. Um, right, and the answer was well for his it was the conquest of Barnard Star. Yeah, so we had a bit of Hutton faction of whatever. We had a bit of reviewing the simulation, the background simulation. We had Steve Miller, and Miller is one of the stations in um, Barnard Star. We had I'm shipping out to Boston, of course. Boston base is also in Barnard Star, and then we've got a little tune to go out on once we're done with the banter. Okay, so yes. So, do you have any other messages? Um, not personally, other than to wish everyone a happy new year when it comes and a safe evening. And be careful, be home, and be careful. Be res- drink responsibly. Don't drink while hand gliding. Definitely not. And there's a bad pun in the uh, the title here for the tune because we're going to be sitting on the docker, the bay. Oh God, Odie. <laughs> Don't you go, Dionis. We will catch you next week in 3304. Don't forget to update your calendars. And uh, it'll be the same time, I think, unless, you know, they change the timing convention. So we'll have to work that one out. Yeah, the clocks go go forward a year next year. That's it. They go forward a year on Monday. Don't forget that. We will catch you next week as we do another New Year's show and uh, get in touch if you have anything exciting. Oh, oh, quick, quick one. Hang on a second. If Overlight was due a radio mug for getting the theme this week, he can't have one because he's had one and a smashed one. Well, we could send him another We could send him another radio mug, Jigsaw. <laughs> have you got any rejects? <laughs> No, uh, not on that one. All the handles are the right way up. Um, mm, we'll come up with something for Overlight for that one. I might just have a spare Docker's mug if he wants one. Oh, it's Barnard Star. I think that might be appropriate. Mm, that could be a good one. Yeah, we can we can certainly arrange that. It looks like I've got one spare sitting here. So, yeah, we'll get that for you, Overlight. If you're interested, let us know. Um, okay, well, that's a good point to sort of wish everyone a good night, wish you all a, a happy new year when it comes, 
and we'll see you next week. Get your arses into Barnard Star, do some missions on your way round the rares with the 12 mugs of Christmas. We're looking forward to seeing your stories from anything exciting. Get in touch, send us an email, I took part at huttonorbital.com. We want to hear what's going on and to be able to celebrate you on next week's show as well. So get in touch. So, yeah, should we, should we play this this tune then? Yeah, it's a nice mellow one to go out on. It is indeed. All right, we'll catch you next week. Happy New Year and for the bog! <laughs> <laughs>